you living? How you walking? I hope your answer is, I'm living by faith and I've been walking by faith. Because God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. And it's called all of us to live by that faith because it's the only way that we can please God. What's up, family? Good to, good to be back with you. Another episode. Um, I just thank God for each and every one of you who are tuning in tonight. And I pray that you would be blessed upon the new lesson that we're going to start tonight. We're going to be um, talking about speaking life, speaking life. And again, this is another episode of the Faith Life. And I'm your host, Curtis D. Young, and I'm so um, honored to be here again tonight with you and speaking and bringing forth the word um, that God has given unto me. So this new topic, because we came out of a good, a good um, top previous topic was the joy of the Lord. All right. And that was a powerful topic. And we're going to continue because the word of God is powerful <laughs> no matter what. And, and we can see this power demonstrated in our lives. If when we are committed to it and allow the Holy Spirit to teach us, mentor us and empower us to live it, we will see the demonstration of God's power um, in our lives as we commit to this word. So speaking life, is what we're going to be talking about over the next few weeks. And we got to understand that God's God's word is powerful. And in this in this and 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 we who are born again filled with his spirit with the words that we speak, we either going to speak life or we're going to speak death. As the scripture said, we have the, the death and life is in the power of the tongue. And that's coming out of Proverbs 18, 21. But God has given us the ability, of course, being born again, believers, understand the importance of words, and the, the words that we speak. We should be speaking life. OK, because God's word is conceived in our hearts, then formed by our tongues and spoken out of our mouths. When, it, when that happens, it becomes a spiritual force releasing uh, the ability of God within us. Okay? Because we'll remember, it's just Genesis 1.26, it is. We were created in the image and likeness of God. So what did God do when he created everything? God spoke. <laughs> he spoke the words and everything became. He spoke and it became. We created in his image and his likeness. So he's letting us know his power force behind what we say. So we are now have the word of God supposed to be beginning, becoming seed in our hearts. And the Holy Spirit disciplines us and cultivates and, 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 and can shapes us and conform us into the image of Christ that we demonstrate, we speak life and we live life as Christ did. Okay. As, as God spoke everything into existence and, and what he said, it became, we got to understand that's how powerful the words we speak because we're his offspring. So we are imitate him. We, we do things like him. So we say things like God. Okay. And so we got to understand our tongue and, 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 the, and the, 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 the discipline that we, that we need to have. And it's not us that disciplines us. It's the, Holy Spirit, we must depend upon and rely upon every day. As the scripture says that now that we're born again, we have to what? Give our bodies to him as a living sacrifice. Okay? So we allow the Holy Spirit to live the life of Christ out through us. Okay? So we will speak and say 
Okay, things just as God spoke and they became things we speak, they shall become as well. So we got to be conscious of our words, okay? Because this the, 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 the word of God is spirit and it is life, okay? And Jesus said in um, John 6, 63, he said, the spirit alone gives eternal life. So we're born again of God's spirit. Human effort, that means living according to your flesh, accomplishes nothing. And the very words that he said, I have spoken to you are spirit and life. So the words that we now speak, that Jesus spoke, and now we speak, they are spirit and life. Okay? So so we, we, we live according to the direction of the Holy Spirit, the instructions of the Holy Spirit, who instructs us in the way of the word. Okay? So we speak life. He says, also we'll do another foundational scripture here is in 2 Corinthians, the fourth chapter, in a 13th verse, is Paul talking here, and he says, and since we have the same spirit of faith, according to what is written, he says, I believed, and therefore I spoke. We also believe, and therefore we speak. Okay? So he said, letting us know that we're born again of a, a, a new, of God's spirit. And we speak and say as God speaks and says. We believe as God instructs us to believe. And we say what we believe, which is the word of God. Okay? Because the word of God is life. is <laughs> power in, this, in the words that we speak. God's word is powerful. We are called to speak it the right way, to produce life, not death. It says, wise, Proverbs 18, 20 says, wise words satisfy like a good meal. The right words bring satisfaction. Okay. But 21 says, the tongue can bring death or life. Those who love to talk will reap the consequences. We just can't be casual with what we say as Christians. We got to, like I said, let the Holy Spirit discipline this tongue that we speak life. Because a lot of times we say things we when we're not we're not maturing in the word of God. We're not allowing the Holy Spirit to teach us and develop us in the way of Christ to demonstrate the ways of Christ. We can we can we can allow this mouth to get us in trouble. You know, you know, we heard the saying that sticks and stones may break our bones, may break your bones, but words will never hurt you. That's a lie. Because words are the most crushing, can give the most crushing blows and most damaging blows to people's lives. And some of us have said words, and I mean, including myself, that have hurt people, you know. And he, and he said it because I was allowing my flesh to lead me and dictate me. Oh, I retaliated because somebody said something wrong to me or did something wrong to, to me. I, I retaliated back with wrong words to them. But when we're born again of God's spirit, we we have to allow ourselves to be subject to the to the Holy Spirit and to the and, and, and letting the word renew us, renew our minds and begin to transform us. That that no matter what situation we're in, we, we're going to be a people that speak life. OK, and speak words of, 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 of that will uplift people, that will encourage people, that will comfort people. OK, instead of damaging them and tearing them down. Okay, so we have to learn the importance of, of of allowing the Holy Spirit to control this tongue because the Holy Spirit is the only one that can tame my tongue. No man can tame the tongue, only the Holy Spirit. So he talks about here in James, the third chapter. For we could control our tongues, we would be perfect, 
and could also control ourselves in every other way. But we know that's not possible. Okay. Verse five says the tongue is a small thing that makes great grand boastful speeches. The tongue is a flame of fire. Okay. Corrupting your entire body. Hmm. It can set your whole life on fire for it is set on fire by hell itself. Wow. Verse eight says no one can tame the tongue. That's letting you know no man, no human man in his own ability can contain the tongue. Only the Holy Spirit. Okay, that's why we got to study to show ourselves approving to God, you know, develop this relationship with God, with the person of the Holy Spirit to train us and teach us the word of God to conform us, to renew us. So we don't allow the world to fashion us no more, but we're fashioned by the word of God. Okay, so he says, for it will. It could control if we could control our tongues, we would be perfect and could also control ourselves in every way. So when we allow the Holy Spirit to, to, to take control of this temple and, and, and teach us and, and discipline us in the way of righteousness. We will be the beacons of light. We will be the, uh, the people that speak life in this lifeless world. OK, to, 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 to release people, to you know, from from from. From those negative situations, they've probably been, you know, born into and and, and lifestyles that uh, where, you know, family situation where it wasn't good, you know, and uh, the, where, they, where they came out of a situation where parents were demeaning. OK, you know, you might have some mothers who are angry at their husbands or they got a divorce or fathers you know, are angry at the father, of the child. And they when they get so their mindset is that he ain't nothing. You ain't nothing. So you constantly hearing. Some people probably always heard you ain't going to be nothing. Your daddy wasn't nothing, so you ain't going to be nothing and vice versa. You know, certain things like that people have come accustomed to. And those words stick <laughs> to people's hearts. And so as they have been treated, you know, and as they get older, they repeat that same cycle of hurt and abuse with their mouths on other people. So the Holy Spirit is the only one. To a relationship, acquire a relationship through Christ and developing this relationship with Christ, the person of the Holy Spirit can truly transform our lives and renew our minds and transform us that we think and begin and, and act and speak as God would have us to speak, to be encouragers in the earth, uplifters in the earth, as he has called us to be, salt of the earth and light of the world. And the words that we speak, he says, they, they bring forth life. Let's look at. Um, Proverbs 2123. Proverbs 2123 says. All right, here we go. Proverbs 2123. It says, um, whoever guards his mouth and tongue keeps his soul from troubles. Okay. So the word of God will will protect your heart, you know, it will guard your heart. The scripture says in Proverbs 4 chapter, you know, and as we, we keep our minds immersed upon God, that means immersed in the word of God. And as the word of God becomes rooted in our hearts, and that's what we, in the scripture always tells us to meditate upon that word. So, so when we never get really caught off guard. So when, because we know that in this life, you're going to have some challenging situations or, or some challenging experiences that can, that brought forth, that can bring forth anger, you know, and frustration. But 
in those moments, we as we as we, we as we have been allowing the Holy Spirit to discipline us and train us in the way of righteousness, we won't retaliate, should I say, or respond in a negative way, allowing our mouths to say something that will not be edifying. Okay, so whoever guards his mouth and tongue, when which which we allow the Holy Spirit to do so, will keep our soul from troubles. Okay, let's look at um John three thirty four. John 334, the gospel of John. Here, this is um, Jesus, God talking about Jesus here. Doot, 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 doot. So I read the word in Acts and the Holy Spirit always enlighten my eyes to understand the way of Christ because that's who we're wanting. That's who that's who the life we want to emulate in the earth. And this is what God said about. Jesus here in, in John 334, he says, For he whom God has sent speaks the words of God. For God does not give the Spirit by measure unto him. The Father loves the Son and has given all things into his hands. Okay. And he who um continue on, he says, He who believes the Son has everlasting life, and he who does not believe the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abides on him. So the starting point is putting your faith in Christ. Okay. Mm-hmm. Being born again of the spirit, because that which is flesh is flesh. Okay. Gotta be born again in the spirit if you're gonna be, um, be able to exemplify the kingdom of ways, kingdom of God ways in the earth. Okay. So he says again in 334, for he whom a God has sent, which is Jesus, speaks the words of God, for God does not give the spirit of measure. So Jesus speaks the word of God. We who are born again of the spirit. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. That means we speak a, a new way. We speak the word of God. He said, man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Okay, do we live by everything? Every word that proceeded out of the mouth, God's mouth, is now the words that we that should be proceed out of our mouths. Okay, so and also let's look at um, read. Let's look at John six twenty six through twenty nine. John six six twenty six through twenty nine. Okay, this is here. Jesus is talking to the people because all of them, people were for following Jesus and was excited, you know, because of the of the, the miracles and the things he was doing, healing and delivering people. They were excited, and they when the messages he taught, it, it, it excited them, and they and they want to connect with Jesus and want to be followers of Jesus. Okay, but he began to speak some truth to them, and here he he was saying to the people, Jesus um, answered. Um, them and said, most assuredly, I say to you, you seek me not because you saw the signs, but because you ate of the loaves and were filled. Okay. Do not labor, he's saying here, for the food, for, for the food which perishes. So you don't get caught up from don't live this life, this new life from an earthly standpoint. When you connected with me, you connect with the kingdom of God lifestyle. Okay, you're not you're not you're not seeking your will and your way of doing things and just trying to acquire things from me. 
but you are seeking new life, a new way of living, a new way of, of speaking and doing. He says, do not labor for the food which perishes, okay, but for the food which endures everlasting to everlasting life, which the Son of Man will give you because God the Father has set his seal on him. Then they said to him, what shall we do that we may work the works of God? Jesus answered and said to them, this is the work of God, that you believe in him whom he sent. Okay. So we got to believe in God and Jesus Christ, the son of God. God says he so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believed in Jesus shall not perish, but have everlasting life, shall have new life. Okay. He says, and Jesus tells us in Matthew 6, 33, that he's called his people to seek him first, his kingdom, his righteousness. Okay. Don't seek after things. Follow me just to receive things from me, because what does it profit a man to gain all, you know, to gain the world? things of the world, but yet lose his soul. Okay. That's very important. God says we have a new way of thinking, a new way of living. New way of thinking, new way of living. Okay. So we have to allow our, our human nature to be put to death. <laughs> that Paul said, I die daily. He said his flesh was crucified daily. We have to allow the word of God to keep, to, to keep this flesh under subjection where the Holy Spirit will live and lead and guide us in this in this life, and and also in shaping our, the the words of our mouth, shaping and letting the Word of God be in our hearts, that that Word of God will come out of our mouths the right way to uplift and encourage others. Okay, so follow Jesus for the right reasons. Follow Jesus for the right having the right motives. Okay. He said, no one can tame his tongue but the Holy Spirit. Look at Proverbs 13.3. Proverbs 13.3. Let's see here. Proverbs 13.3, the word says here, he who guards his mouth preserves his life, but he who opens wide his lips shall have destruction. You know, many scriptures keep, keep confirming itself, letting you know. When you, when you allow the Holy Spirit, you're subjected to the Holy Spirit. He's taming you. He's disciplining you, teaching you how to speak life. That's what you allow to come out of your mouth. You won't take back control <laughs> and speak death. Okay. He says, he says, he who guards his mouth deserves his life, but he who speaks, who he, but he who opens wide his lips shall have destruction. Okay. So let the Holy Spirit guard your mouth so you speak life and not death. All right. And then we were talking about having that word in your heart, because that's the key thing, because it's not what was what it's not what uh, goes in you that defiles you. It's what com comes out of your mouth. OK, let's let's look at this. Jesus talked about here and um, talked about inner purity. OK, so we got to get this word in our hearts. Matthew, the 15th chapter He's talking about inner purity here. And we'll look at that. We start with that eighth verse in Matthew 15. A verse says, these people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Okay. So that means they, their lifestyle, their worship, which is a lifestyle. 
Because Jesus, God said, I'm looking for those who worship me in spirit and according in truth. Okay. So when you just talking, but your lifestyle doesn't match what you're talking about, you know, it's not true worship. Okay. So these people, they just honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Verse nine says their worship is a farce. They teach man-made ideas as commands from God. Verse 11 says, it is not what goes into your mouth that defiles you. You are defiled by the words that come out of your mouth. Okay. The words, verse 18, the words you speak come from the heart. That is what defiles you. Okay. So we got to let, we got to allow God to perform. I always love, love to refer to um, Hebrews 4.12 as spiritual surgery taking place in our lives. Okay. And Hebrews 4.12 says, for the word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between soul and spirit, between joint and marrow. It exposes the innermost thoughts and desires of the heart. Okay? So we got to let the word perform spiritual surgery in us to clean that heart out. So that so then now we're a new creature We be, and we begin to Eat the word and meditate upon the word. Eat the word, as Job said. This is his, it was his necessary food. That word got to become my necessary food. So we dine upon this word daily and chew the cud like a cow chews the cud. We chew the cud. We meditate over this word day and night and letting it sink in and letting the Holy Spirit speak to us and, and cultivate us so that when we do speak, we speak words of life. We honor God by the, our lifestyle, by what we say and what we do. Okay. It's not just for show, not just a religious front, having a form of godliness. <laughs> okay. But we, but we really live the lifestyle that we speak about. Okay. And that's what God wants from his people. Take for the word of God is alive and it's powerful. Okay. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword cutting between the soul and spirit. Okay. Between joint and marrow, it exposes the innermost thoughts and desires. So we want our thoughts and our desires to be good, to be pure. We want our motives to be right because we want to exemplify God the right way. Okay. So that we I truly honor him. Proverbs uh, 23, 15 says, if your heart is wise, my heart will rejoice. Okay. Everything he says in me will celebrate when you speak what is right. Verse 19 says, listen and be wise. Keep your heart on the right course. Okay. Every, if your heart is wise, he says, my own heart will rejoice. God rejoices when his children listen to his word. We don't, we don't lean back to, we don't lean to our own old way of living, our own understanding. Where now we understand that we're new and we depend, we trust, we learn, we learn how to trust God and depend on God according to his word. He says, we lean not to our own standing, but in all our ways acknowledge him. He was, he going to direct our path. Okay. He's going to lead us and he's going to guide us. Okay. And then and, and when we listen and obey and do what he, by his spirit, telling us to do, how to do things, it, it, it rejoices him. It rejoices because he knows everything that we do uh, when we follow, when we walk in obedience to his word, because all his ways and his word is for our good. Okay. And so when we do what he tells us to do, we, we reap the benefits 
of living this of good life that God has prepared for all of us to live in him. Okay. Through Christ Jesus. So it, it, it rejoices his heart when his children will listen to him and obey him because he wants the best for them. He wants them to experience the good things in life that God has purpose for us to, to experience. Okay. It says, listen and be wise. Keep your heart on the right course. The word of God will keep your heart on the right course. We got to learn to hear and listen to what the word, what the Holy Spirit is telling us. Okay. Look at um, James, that um, James, that first chapter in that 19th verse. Here, James begins to talk about qualities needed in trials. I mean, you know, he says, so then, my beloved brother, let every man be swift to hear. So we got to be swift to hear. Okay. It is slow to speak. Don't don't run the mouth. Don't don't, don't be running running the mouth all the time. So you got to be swift to hear, eager to hear, slow to speak, and then slow to wrath. For the man of wrath does not produce the righteousness of God. Okay. So we got to learn to, like I said, Listen to the Holy Spirit. Meditate upon this word of God. Let the Holy Spirit renew the mind, transforming us that we reflect the ways of Christ so that when we do have any conflict with anyone in this earth, we're not retaliating the wrong way. We learn to speak. He says, even when two people are um, are, are at a point of argument, of, in an argument of state, the, the wise person, which is, should be us, the children of God, who allowed the Holy Spirit to lead him? He says, "Soft answer can return; it can turn away wrath." That means we don't respond back to when somebody responds negatively to us. We don't retaliate and respond back the same way. We 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 slow to we slow to speak. We swift to hear. Okay, and then when we do speak, we speak with grace. Even though sometimes we may have to speak in a, a, a word of correction, we still deliver it. From from a place of grace, a place of love, where grace would be, you know, it would be received because it's because you, you, you're taking the other person into consideration. You don't want to tear the person down. You want to build the person up, even though they may be speaking to you wrongly. You want to retaliate in a way that's going to bring resolution. Okay, to the situation that that at hand. All right, so we want to understand words, words, God's word. That is conceived in our hearts, informed by the tongue, and spoken out of our mouths becomes that spiritual force, releasing the ability of God within us. So we got to think God has given God's word is powerful and his word is now in us. We're born again of his spirit. We, 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 we rely on the Holy Spirit to transform us and renew us so we reflect the ways of Christ. So as he speak, spoke, we speak. Okay, and we want our words that we speak, the word of God, to be edifying. Okay, not destructive, not tearing people down, but building people up. Okay, those that say they can and those that say they can't, I like this, are both right. Okay, so you, so if you believe the word of God, as this Paul said in Second Corinthians. 413 is the spirit. We have a different spirit of faith. We have we are born again of God's spirit. So we have a spirit of faith. The, the faith that God has given us, that's what we live by. So we speak the word in faith. We don't speak the we speak the word in faith. We we speak life. Okay. So we're not the ones who speak negative. We speak life. We speak, we encourage ourselves in the word and we encourage others with the word. 
of God. Okay, because the word is a powerful, creative force. All right, so we got to keep that in mind. The spirit of the world is controlled by the word. The spirit world is controlled by the word of God. The natural world is to be controlled by man speaking God's words. The spoken word of God is creative power. Okay, the word of God. Words governed by spiritual law become spiritual forces working for you. Okay? Got to understand that. The word of God. Words governed by the spiritual law become spiritual forces working for you. The spirit world is controlled by the word of God. The natural world is to be controlled by the man speaking God's word. As God spoke things into existence and it became... We have to understand we have that same power and ability within us to speak. So we have to speak oh, speak correctly <laughs> under the direction of the Holy Spirit because the spoken word of God is a is creative power. Okay? So what so things soever you desire, when you pray, believe. When you speak, you gotta believe <laughs> that that's gonna come that that's it's gonna come to pass. All right. So this continues. We can we're going to conclude tonight as we move on to our next episode. Continue to walk by faith, not by sight. OK, trusting God's word, abiding his word and his word abiding you, that you be the, the beacon of light. He has called you to be in the earth, to have the impact and influence for the kingdom of God to next week. All right. Be blessed. Thank you.